0: Hello there, and welcome to Grim Reading, where each episode we read and review a brother's grim tale. My name is Matthew Hughes, and with me on this journey is my co host, Mr. Adam Field. This week on Grim Reading, The Gold Children. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for a
1: Grim Reading.
0: There was once a poor man and a poor woman who had nothing but a little cottage and who earned their bread by fishing and always lived from hand to mouth. Well, wow. okay. But it came to pass that one day when the man was sitting by the shore and casting his net that he drew out a fish entirely of gold. Whoa, goldfish? Oh,
1: goldfish. goldfish. Okay. He's only pulled out a goldfish. <laughs> Boring.
0: As he was looking at the fish, full of astonishment, it began to speak and said, what? Listen, fisherman. <laughs> Listen here, son. <laughs> Put me back in, please. If you will throw me back again into the water, uh-huh. I will change your little hut into a splendid castle. Then the fisherman answered, oh, Of what use to me is a castle, if I have nothing to eat. The goldfish continued, That shall be taken care of. There will be a cupboard in the castle, in which, when you <laughs> open it, it shall be full of dishes of the most delicate meats, and as many of them as you can desire. If that be true, said the man, then I can well do you a favour. Yes, said the fish. <laughs> yes! Affirmative! <laughs> I love this fish. <laughs> amazing! There is, however, the condition that you shall disclose to no one in the world, whoever he may be, where you get your good luck. If you speak but one single word, all will be over.
1: What will be over? The car- His castle's going to turn back into a cottage. Hey, just... It's coming. It's coming, Adam. Just excited. He's got a goldfish, giving him delicate meats.
0: The brothers Grimm have got you taken care of. Okay, it's all good. Yeah,
1: they sorted it right out.
0: So the man threw the wonderful fish back again into the water, splash, and went home. But where his hut had formerly stood, now stood a great castle. Amazing. He opened wide his eyes, entered, and saw his wife dressed in beautiful clothes. And she was like, "I don't know what happened. (laughs) I, I was sat here." Just doing my sewing and... <laughs> she was sitting in a splendid room, and she was quite delighted and said, Husband, has this come to pass? It suits me very well. <laughs> it suits me? <laughs> yes, said the man. It suits me too, but I am frightfully hungry. Just give me something to eat. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right, chill out, mate. <laughs> said the wife. I've got nothing. I don't know where to find anything in this new house. <laughs> oh, there's no need to know, said the man, for I see you under a great cupboard. Just unlock it. When she opened it, there stood cakes, meat, fruit, wine, quite a bright prospect. Wow. Then the woman cried joyfully, What more can you want, my dear? And they sat down and ate and drank together. When they had had enough, the woman said, hmm, But husband, where do all these riches come from? <laughs> after she's eaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that would have been the first question. I yeah, no, heard. save it for after dinner. Alas, answered he, do not question me about it, for I dare not tell you anything. If I disclose it to anyone, then all our good fortune will fly. Hmm. Very good, said she. If I'm not to know anything, then I don't want to know anything. Okay, fair enough. However, she was not in earnest. She never rested, day or night, (gasps) and she goaded her husband until, in his impatience, he revealed that all was owing to a wonderful golden fish which he had caught. Come
1: on. And to which,
0: in return, he had given its liberty. And as soon as the secret was out the splendid castle with the cupboard immediately disappeared. Disappeared? They were once more in the old fisherman's hut, and the man was obliged to follow his former trade and fish. Yeah, it's all gone, man. Just, like, like got drawn away like a CGI sequence, just... (laughs) And then he was like... It was going so well. It was going well. And it's bad now. But fortune would so have it that he once more drew out the golden fish. He's back (laughs) (laughs) fishing. It's just a pond.
1: Just keeps getting the same fish out. (laughs) It's
0: like... (laughs) It's in a fishbowl. I haven't really thought this through. (laughs) So he's got the golden fish again. Listen, said the fish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, you listen to me.
0: If you will throw me back into the water again, I will once more give you the castle with the cupboard full of roast and boiled meats. Whoa, they're (laughs) roasted and boiled now. He's just trying to sweeten the deal. (laughs) Only be firm. For your life's sake, don't reveal from whom you got it, or you will lose it all again. I'll take good care, answered the fisherman, and threw the fish back into the water. Splash. Now, at home, everything was once more in its former magnificence, and the wife was overjoyed at their good fortune. But... Curiosity left her no peace. What? So that after a couple of days, she began to ask again how it had come to pass. Oh, come on. You know, though. not impressed with this woman, are you? (laughs) I mean, come on. The man kept silence for a short time, but at last she made him so angry that he broke out and betrayed the secret. In an instant, the castle disappeared and they were back again in their old hut. Oh, now you've got what you want, said he, and we can gnaw at a bare bone again. Uh Uh-oh. Ah, said the woman. I'd rather not have riches, if I'm not to know from whom they come, for then I have no peace. The man went back to fish, and after a while, he chanced to draw out the goldfish for a third time. Funny that. Listen, said the fish, I see very well that I am fated to fall into your hands. Take me home, and cut me into six pieces. What? Give your wife two of them to eat, two to your horse, and bury two (laughs) of them in the ground. What? And they will bring you a blessing. The fisherman took the fish home with him, and did as it had bidden him. It came to pass, however, that from the two pieces that were buried in the ground, two golden lilies sprang up. That the horse had two golden foals, and the fisherman's wife, who'd eaten the two bits of fish, bore two children who were made entirely of gold. (laughs) (laughs) That is preposterous. The children grew up, became tall and handsome, and the lilies and horses grew likewise. In solid gold, but they've got the
1: articulation of a human being. Like, they can move their arms and limbs,
0: but they're solid gold. And they've grown up tall and handsome.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: And they said, Father, we want to mount our golden steeds and travel out in the world. Oh, the two golden foals. So they've asked their dad if they can go off travelling. Yeah. But he answered sorrowfully, However shall I bear it if you go away? And I know not how it fares with you. Oh, that's sweet. They said, the two golden lilies remain here. By them, you can see how it is with us. What? If they are fresh, then we are in health. If they are withered, we are ill. If they perish, then we are dead. Dad's happy with that. Yeah, fine. So they rode forth and came to an inn in which were many people. And when they perceived the gold children, they began to laugh and jeer. So they're in a pub. They've gone in a pub. Yeah, and they're laughing at gold people. They've they've gone through the (laughs) saloon door. Everyone stopped. (laughs) And when one of the boys heard the mocking, he felt ashamed and would not go out into the world, but turned back and went home again to his father and mother, presumably.
1: No, just his father.
0: But the other rode forward and reached a great forest. But as he was about to enter it, the people said, It's not safe for you to ride through. The wood is full of robbers who would treat you badly. You will fare ill, and when they see that you are all of gold and your horse likewise, they will assuredly kill you. But he would not allow himself to be frightened, and said, I must and will ride through it. Then he took bear skins and covered himself and his horse with them so that the gold was no more to be seen, and rode fearlessly into the forest.
1: And it looked like a bear riding a bear. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and the robbers were about to
1: rob him, and they like, Oh no, it's just a bear riding a bear. No, nah, carry on, mate. This is so weird.
0: <laughs> when he had ridden onward a little, he heard a rustling in the bushes. And heard voices speaking together. Uh oh. Uh oh. From one side came cries of, "There is one," but from the other, "Let him go. Tis an idle fellow, as poor and bare as a church mouse. What should we gain from him?" <sighs> so the gold child rode joyfully through the forest, and no evil befell him. So there were robbers either side of
1: him. Yeah, but they were fooled by the bearskin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One day he entered a village where he saw a maiden who was so beautiful that he did not believe that any more beautiful than she existed in the world. And as such, a mighty love took possession of him. A mighty love? He went up to her and said, I love you with my whole heart. Will you be my wife? And she fainted as like a talking bear. He too pleased the maiden so much that she agreed and said, yes, I shall be your wife and be true to you my whole life long. Wow, this oh, is moved quickly, so but it's, it's touching. Then they were married. Okay, just like that And just as they were in the greatest happiness Home came the father of the bride And when he saw that his daughter's wedding was being celebrated (laughs) He
1: just only popped out to get some bread
0: Come back, his daughter's getting married to a gold boy He was astonished and said Where is the bridegroom? They showed him the gold child Who, however, still wore his bare skin Ah, he is
1: still wearing it, yeah
0: Then the father said wrathfully Vagabond shall never have my daughter uh-oh. And was about to kill him. Whoa! Then the bride begged as hard as she could and said, "He is my husband, and I love him with all my heart." Until at last he allowed himself to be appeased. Uh, well, he thought he was happy, but the idea never left his thoughts. No, niggling. So that next morning he rose early, wishing to see whether his daughter's husband was a common ragged beggar. But when he peeped in he saw a magnificent golden man in the bed. <laughs> and he couldn't <laughs> stop looking. <laughs> and the, and the <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Just checking you're both Just all like, right. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> then he went back and thought, oh, what a good thing it was that I restrained my anger. I should have committed a great crime. So, so he's the, happy that his daughter's actually married a solid yeah. gold man. He's thinking, phew, thank goodness I didn't kill him. Yeah. what an amazing man. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah
1: what a specimen
0: but in the night the gold child dreamed that he rode out to hunt a splendid stag and when he awoke in the morning he said to his wife i must go out hunting she was uneasy mm. and begged him to stay there yeah. and said you might easily meet with great misfortune but he answered i must and will go thereupon he got up and rode forth into the forest And it was not long before a fine stag crossed his path, exactly according to his dream. He aimed and was about to shoot it when the stag ran away. He gave chase over hedges and ditches for the whole day without feeling tired, but in the evening the stag vanished from his sight, and when the gold child looked round him, he was standing before a little house, in which was a witch. Okay. He knocked, and a little old woman came out and asked, What are you doing so late in the middle of the great forest? Have you not seen a stag? "'Yes,' answered she. "'I know the stag well.' "'A little dog, which had come out of the house with her, "'barked at the man violently. "'Will you be silent, you odious toad?' said he. (laughs) "'Odious toad?' "'Or I will shoot you dead.' "'Then the witch cried out in a passion, "'What? Will you slay my little dog?' "'And immediately transformed him so that he lay like a stone. "'And his bride awaited him in vain and thought, "'That which I so greatly dreaded, "'which lay so heavily on my heart.' Has come upon him at home the other brother was standing by the gold lilies (laughs) when one when one of them suddenly drooped oh no good heavens said he my brother has met with some great misfortune i must go away to see if i can possibly rescue him then the father said stay here if i lose you also what shall i do but he answered i must and will go forth then he mounted his golden horse and rode forth and entered the great forest where his brother lay turned to stone. The old witch came out of her house and called him, wishing to entrap him also, but he did not go near her, and said, I will shoot you if you do not bring my brother to life again. She touched the stone, though very unwillingly, with her forefinger, and he was immediately restored to his human shape. The two gold children rejoiced when they saw each other again, kissed and caressed each other, and rode away together out of the forest, the one home to his bride and the other to his father. The father then said, I knew that you had rescued your brother, for the golden lily suddenly rose up and blossomed out again. Then they lived happily and all prospered with them until their death.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. That was a story.
0: That was quite a story, wasn't
1: it? That it was, was an quite e- a story. An epic story. It was. Goldfish, gold children, gold lilies, gold horses. That's my
0: review. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gold.
1: A lot of gold. It's quite bling.
0: So it's a proper adventure story, isn't it? Yeah. But a slightly odd one as well. Really odd. Yeah.
1: And, like, the way people act and talk to each other feels (laughs) totally unnatural.
0: Do you know what I mean? Have I not read more of this to (laughs) you in the past? That shouldn't be a surprise.
1: (laughs) But, like, particularly so. I don't know. It just seemed really odd. (laughs) Favourite bit? Bearskin.
0: Bearskin. Agreed. So good. Agreed. A golden boy wearing a bearskin and covering his horse in a bearskin. Yeah. Which begs the question... Was his face covered as well? Well, this
1: is it. I immediately thought, "Oh, it's a bear riding, <laughs> riding a smaller bear." Well, no,
0: I thought it was a man cu- like wrapped in fur, but yeah. with a golden face. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to see his gold. Yeah. No,
1: he'd put it on, and she, she, this woman thinks she's married a, a talking bear. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> a proper like, a
0: bear costume that he'd wear to like a Halloween.
1: And party. actually, when he's gone to bed, he's taken that off, and his his father in laws come and <laughs> had a look, and he's like what. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: father-in-law shouldn't peep in the bedroom no. on the wedding night of their uh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> That's a
1: pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah,
0: I love a story with an inn. With so an inn, yeah,
1: and and ec- all yeah. that happened in the inn was they walked in, and they laughed at them, and they went out again. But it was quite <laughs> crucial because one went home. That was the turning point for him. Yeah, and one went back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, maybe they laughed at him because or them because it's a story about being different, right? They are sure. different. They they're gold. So they, it, that, Which is a good thing, yeah. right? Be, but they're different. Other people laugh at them and they're a bit ashamed, but what they are actually is something good. Maybe that's an element of the yeah. story, that they're actually that good. That there's virtue in their difference. Yeah, and people are jealous of what makes them different. Yeah. yeah, and there's virtue in it. Exactly. And
1: actually, technically, I suppose they're half human,
0: half fish. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> technically. The dad was not involved. He wasn't
0: involved in this. <laughs> On that idea of you know being different... You would think that the, the brother who carried on, despite being laughed at, he'd be the hero on his own. No, that's true. But that's actually, a- what happens is at the end, the other brother becomes the action hero yeah. and goes and rescues him. Yeah. So it kind of undermines it, as we, you know, as we always find in these fairy tales. Yeah, yeah. It's not a simple didactic moral lesson. No,
1: no, that's very true. I like that a
0: lot, actually. Mm. And he's, yeah, he's, I hadn't thought that he's half fish.
1: Half fish, and the lilies are part fish, and the horses are half fish? Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> I like the familial relationships in this. They feel somehow more real, I guess. Hmm. I like the dad worrying about the sons yeah, going I forth. Like that. I like that's That's quite sweet. Yeah. And the fact that one actually goes back to him, and even at the end, yeah, he's not
0: married off to some princess or... He's just back with his dad, just living with the family. Yeah. And the other one who got married, he didn't marry a princess. It was just a maiden from a village. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it low-key in Yeah, this story. I like it. I like it. Even though we say we're keeping it low-key, they're literal gold <laughs> men. In pair <bare> outfits. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's interesting you talk about the familial relationships. I did come across this idea that all fairy tales are based on family, essentially. Mm if you think every kind of adventure story you have starts in the family home. So I don't know the devil, with the three golden hairs. Sure. The king comes to buy the, the kids, uh, I mean, literally any of them, the Golden Goose, and some uh, Gretel, Rapunzel, it all starts in the home and then something forces the child to leave. Hands in luck. He's trying to get home, isn't he? It is. I think I'm thinking of the epic fairy tales. Oh, I see. Oh, the, the adventure ones. Right, right, right. Yeah, the proper ones. Thumbling, su- Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, famously, you think of, you know, the wicked stepmothers in Cinderella, I think. Yes. Sleeping Beauty, maybe? Possibly. Which reminds me, Battle of the Princesses is yes. on right now. Right now.
1: Go to our Patreon and vote in the poll. You're voting for the Series 2 finale. It's the Battle of the Princesses. (laughs) Cinderella versus Sleeping Beauty. It's all to play for... Every vote counts. Every vote counts. (laughs) We need you out there, Have we sold this enough? It is your duty, your moral duty. I mean, this is the event of the year. It's the Battle of the Princesses. It's the Battle of the Princesses. (laughs) Who do you want to win? In the blue corner, we have Cinderella. One of the biggest tales there is. Hello. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. In the red corner is Sleeping Beauty, a.k.a. Briar Rose. (laughs) She's out for the (laughs) count. but She's (laughs) in the red. (laughs) But it's still all to play for, so go vote. Uh, I'm excited either way. Well, Two yeah. big tales. Absolutely.
0: Well, in the meantime. In the meantime, no. Goldfish. Yeah, goldfish. <laughs> back, back to the story. So he's,
1: he's plug fished there. out a, a goldfish yeah. three times in a row.
0: Yes. Listen. <laughs> Listen here, mate. <laughs> Along the lines of the fish, I was trying to think how the Brothers Grimm would think of that element of the story. And they might see it as a kind of echo of like a pagan magic spell cut it up, feed it, bury it in the ground, and it will bring you good fortune. That's the kind of stuff that the Grimms love. They were looking for that kind of thing in these stories. Sure. As we talked about in The Water Nixie, they referred to the saying, the Nixie demands its yearly victim as representing an ancient pagan human sacrifice. Okay. Kind of looks like a spell that they're doing, right?
1: Yeah, no, it does. And actually, the the, the fact that she ingests the fish Mm. and then two kids are born... Reminds me of previous episode quite recently, mm. The Thief and His Master. Mm-hmm. One of the other similar tales that contained a transformation chase sequence mm-hmm. was the story from Wales. Mm-hmm. They basically have an animal chase, and one of them turns into something. Ears of corn, that's it. Mm-hmm. She eats them, and then she gives birth yes. to something. Very similar idea. So swallow We've heard quite
0: recently. Something, and then that... And then that becomes, becomes a, ch- child. a child. We've discovered our own motif, Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is massive. Yeah. The other part of it that I particularly liked is the curiosity killed the cat element. She is so desperate to know where right, the yeah. big castle comes from. Yeah. And you can kind of... like, Even though it's really stupid yeah. on some level, you can relate to it in a way. Oh, totally. If I... Woke up tomorrow in
1: a massive, bigger castle. In a bigger one than you already have. Yeah, I know. I, I can imagine, imagine that. that. It <laughs> takes me forever to get here <laughs> after the drawbridge. I would probably want to know where it came from. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and also, in a way, I felt like that could have been the end, where she said, you know, I'd rather be poor and know where my riches come from. That would be a neat little fable, wouldn't it? But that yeah. was just the end of the beginning, isn't it? And then we got a boy, a golden boy dressed as a bear. And just another point for Mm me.
1: Great band name, Odious Toad. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) Odious
0: Toad. Funny you should say that. We'll be getting to band names shortly. Seriously. Yes. No No way. Stay tuned. No way. (laughs) We'll be right back after this. (laughs) This is the story. I think it's the least information I've ever found on Seriously? a story. Seriously? Yes. Wow. <laughs> we've still got some stuff to talk about. One thing I found is that it appears to be a bit of a greatest hits medley, this story. Okay. It contains motifs from other, perhaps more famous Brothers Grimm stories. Okay. So what, like, give me an example. Well, I can't because that would ruin it, Adam. This okay. is the problem. So I found that this story is very, very similar to the fisherman and his wife. Okay, ones we haven't now. heard. Okay. And the two brothers. Oh, we haven't heard that. That avenue's kind of closed because <laughs> I, I couldn't explore that because we don't uh, read ahead of the stories. I just no, and we keep it, to keep it
1: spoiler free as well. Absolutely
0: even when it would help quite a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: So now with uh, with those limitations in place, what info have you got for me? Well,
0: fortunately, there is though a strong similarity between The Gold Children and another story called The Enchanted Doe, a story from The Pentamerone. Pentamerone, which is the fairy tale collection from the loquacious, bombastic 17th-century oh. Neapolitan writer Is it Jean-Baptiste Basile? Jean-Baptiste Basile, who we have met a few times before. He is incredibly verbose. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, So his his story... Was it the golden doe, was it? The enchanted doe. The enchanted doe. It's very, very similar to this one. Okay. Now, the gold children was quite long, and as we've said, Basile is quite uh, verbose. (laughs) So I'll literally try and sum it up for you in one paragraph. Okay. I will, however, quote the opening of the story which might give us an idea of what's going on in our story. Okay. Okay, so this is how the Enchanted Doe opens. Great is the power of friendship, which makes us willingly bear toils and perils to serve a friend. We value our wealth as a trifle and life as a straw when we can give them for a friend's sake. Fables teach us this, and history is full of instances of it. And I will give you an example which my grandmother used to relate to me. So open your ears and shut your mouths and hear what I shall tell you. I, I what mean, a
1: beautiful beginning. That's how he opens that's his stories. That warmed
0: my heart somewhat. A friendship. So he's saying perhaps, the, we haven't, I haven't told you the story yet, but perhaps in our story as well, it's about friendship possibly. Yeah.
1: Right. This is like a sort of Hitchcock Presents type opening. <laughs> yes. Like This is great.
0: So the enchanted doe, very quick synopsis. Yeah. A king and a queen want a baby, but it's not happening. Uh, a passing strange pilgrim says that the queen needs to eat the heart of a sea dragon and she'll get pregnant. So, again, eating it and getting pregnant. Yeah,
1: yeah no, similar. Sea stimulus. creature,
0: yeah. She does this and it works and she gives birth to identical twins called Caneloro and Fonzo. Not nice. golden. No. But identical. As they grow up, the queen is jealous of their relationship because they're really close with each other. And one day, she violently attacks the younger brother. What? Caneloro. What? Like, very violently. What? He decides to leave, but he shoves his dagger in the ground. Out of the hole, a spring flows, and he says, By the flowing of this fountain, you will follow the course of my life. If you see it run clear, know that my life is likewise clear and tranquil. If it is turbid... Think that I am passing through troubles, and if it is dry, depend on it, that the oil of my life is all consumed, and that I have paid the toll which n- belongs to nature. So basically, it's the same as the... Uh, the lilies. The, the, the lilies. lilies. Canaloro then goes on an adventure and marries a princess, not just a village maid. Oh, an actual princess. And one day, he fancies going hunting. Okay, sounding similar. And he gets captured by an ogre. Okay, instead of a witch. Fonzo sees that the spring is drying up and he goes off to rescue his brother, defeats the ogre and saves the day. So it's a very, very similar story. Got similar similar, stuff going on there. Just with less gold and an added princess. And like a really awful uh, mum. The first time we met Basile was in The Pink. As I mentioned in there, before we started Grim Reading, I watched the film The Tale of Tales on Netflix. The movie weaves together three stories from the Pentamerone, one of which is the, literally the enchanted Doe. Oh, really? I think it's the main story. Oh, wow. And Salma Hayek plays the queen. Oh, wow. Who eats the heart of the sea dragon. So motif-wise, that's what we've got there. We've got yep. a very similar story from uh, Naples.
1: Interesting.
0: This story was in the first-ever edition of The Brothers Grimm, where it was story 63, Goldskinder. It subsequently changed to spot 83 and was renamed Die Goldkinder. The Gold Children. So it went from Gold Children to The Gold Children.
1: (laughs) Gold Children being one of the Bond films that was (laughs) not... (laughs) Gold (laughs) Children. Gold Children.
0: In their notes, the Brothers Grimm say that the story is from Schwalm. 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 This is a river and it's code for their source of the story, Uh who is a lady called... Friedrich Manel, she ran a guest house with her father in Allendorf, which is in Hesse, uh, north of Frankfurt, south of Cassel. She was discovered as a good source of folklore by the Grimm's friend, Clemens Brentano, who'd already recorded some of Friedrich's folk songs for a folk song book, which we will be discovering at some point in the future. Wilhelm went to stay in the guest house with her, and he started a long-term friendship with Friedrich. And eventually, she'd contribute eight stories to the collection, including "Fledgling," "Child of Mary," "Fitcher's Bird," and "Die Goldkinder." Wow! So a little background on this source of the story. Not bad input, yeah. The only other scraps I found, while desperately scrabbling around in the dark (laughs) for you, Adam, I discovered a German advertising and marketing agency called Goldkinder. I emailed them to ask if they're named after the story. Nada. Nothing. Yeah. I then discovered a (laughs) musical album called Goldkinder by the German heavy metal band. Here we go. Odious Toes. Toes. (laughs)
1: Odious Toes. Is it Odious Toes?
0: They're called We Butter the Bread with Butter, (laughs) which is one of my favourite band names. That is not a good metal band name. That's a great metal band name. We (laughs) We Butter butter the Bread bread with with Butter. butter. I tried to contact them to ask was it named after the story and why. Nothing. Nothing. Not a whisper. And, yeah, that's what I got, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: It's not well known, but... But... Have we found a gem? Or does it indeed deserve... It's lack of recognition. It's time for the scores.
1: Uh-oh.
0: It's the time. And are you in as much turmoil about this as me?
1: Yes. Okay, I've good. literally no idea what to think about this. I'm
0: so... Well, I'm not glad. I was hoping that you'd have an anchor, because <laughs> I'm at a loss. Oh, boy. Um, okay, well, should I... Can I try
1: and help? I, I've I had a few thoughts. Okay, give me your thoughts.
0: It's a big adventure. Okay. It's a proper fairy tale, which we haven't had since The Devil of the Three Golden Hairs. True. But is it as good as the other adventures? Perhaps it's lacking. I don't think it is as good. Something's missing there. It is. And we've had that in some other stories where Mm. it doesn't have the spark, maybe.
1: There is no spark.
0: It's got a good range of characters. We've got we've got fish, fishermen, gold children, witch. Got some good locations. Pub, forest, village, castle. We've got some good set pieces. Sure. But apart from that, I don't know if I can help you much more. It's got a golden boy dressed up as a bear. It's got a talking fish. Yeah. But yeah, maybe it doesn't that it doesn't is a bit. Mm. Do
1: you know what? I have a number in mind. What are you thinking?
0: I'm thinking 5.5.
1: 5. Okay. Like you say, it, it's an it's I mean it's a long story. It's quite a good adventure. There are elements to it which are fresh that we haven't necessarily encountered yet in our expedition through the Brothers Grimm tales. Like the familial relationships, like the, the relationship between the two brothers was interesting. You know, the, the the stay-at-home brother being the hero, that's quite a nice twist. But there wasn't a spark, there, there wasn't a real sense of peril, I felt like, which is odd. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. any sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does, yeah.
1: It just, it felt quite matter of fact, uh-huh. Throughout it and I'm not entirely yeah. sure why. And for
0: me, I at the end of it I'm just left feeling a little bit cold. In a way, the, the golden boys they're a bit fuzzy in my head. Like yeah. who, who are these guys? Yeah, come on. Who are I who, don't who actually hear them and I can't even picture them. It's like, yeah, you need you need a really strong charismatic lead in like an action movie. You do, and preferably if, Matt Damon. Yeah, if Tom Cruise isn't available. Yeah. So maybe that's that's one of the issues. I do have a bit of a feeling that it might be a bit forgotten in the future yeah it's one of those ephemeral yeah. ones which is just sort of i'm thinking similar like i'm thinking 5.5 or 6 you know what i'm in a good mood i'm gonna give it a six hey there we go give it a six what's that that is a 11.5
1: Oof. that's pretty low <laughs> <laughs> pretty low
0: 11.5 for the golden children wow
1: wow we were so curious we started the series two with the golden goose and now we've got the golden children Gold's letting us down a little bit. It is. This is what I mean. They're two quite slightly disappointing stories, in a way. (laughs) Yeah. This is the better one of the two, I think. Actually, do
0: I think that? I don't even know what I think (laughs) anymore, man. Okay, I've just looked up the Golden Goose scores. Fascinating. Uh oh. We scored it highly, didn't we? You gave it a six. And I gave it a five point five. Whoa, so the same but reversed. <laughs> so I love exactly the same score and the wow. scores were literally reversed. I think that is wow. that is
1: appropriate. Okay. I think that's poetic.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's nice actually. Yeah.
1: It feels right. It feels
0: Little right. Little golden bookends. Well, next time, what have you got? The three languages. <gasps> Yes. Which will bring us to the end of this cycle of stories. Yes. Where we will also be revealing the winner of the Battle of the Princesses. Yes. Either Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty, brackets Briar Rose. Oh, yeah. Now, we've decided to not do four stories after we finish this round of stories. So, after the next episode, we're going to do two stories. Yeah. Yeah. Which means Adam will pick one story, (laughs) yep, and then we'll have the winner of the Patreon poll. Yep, and then once that comes out, that is series two. Done. In the bag. In the bag. In the can. So basically from here we've got three stories left. And then after that, at some point, we will release an extra grim special episode. Oh yeah, it's been a while on the Life and Times of the Brothers Grimm, a biography episode. I was going to actually ask you a question in this episode about the Brothers
1: Grimm, and I I thought, nope, save (laughs) it. Save it for the... You've got to ask me
0: now. What is it? What is it? Well, when you were talking about... I forget
1: where... I think it was Will. (laughs) Will's... uh, He made a good friend of this woman or something. I was going to ask
0: you, were they married? But let's save it. All I'll tell you is I think, yeah, with her, there was a slight, mm. there was a spark, That's shall what we say. I suspected. That's why There's I... There's a little bit of a spark there.
1: Well, that is a little teaser. <laughs> we will discuss that more in the biography of the Brothers
0: Grimm. I'm not sure we will, but you know. Come on, we might do it. <laughs> You'll just be like, yeah, 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 but when's he going to meet Friedrich? <laughs> Come on, boring. Come yeah, on. they were born, yeah, they went to school. Yeah. yeah. But these
1: two, they got something, they got something. <laughs>
0: Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we will see you next time then. Yes, I'll see for you for The Three Languages.
1: Yes. See you then. See you then. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com grimreading to find out how, and also see the range of benefits available as a thank you from us. You can, of course, email us at grimreadingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at GrimReadingPod and we're also on Instagram and Facebook at GrimReading. You can find us on Podbean podbean.com slash GrimReading and we also have a website, GrimReading.wordpress.com Keep it Grim. Tons. Tons.
0: Tons. You've got the first track down.